This is the Better Than Before Betrayal Podcast, episode number 11, Clean Pain, Dirty Pain. Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a life coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience and growth and healing. As I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Welcome back. I am so glad you found me. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about clean pain and dirty pain. You may be wondering what that even is. Maybe you've heard of it before. This concept will change your life if you choose to learn about it, understand it, and recognize it in your own life. Clean pain is a part of life. It helps us learn and grow and experience what this world has to offer. Clean pain comes with life experiences. It is missing a family member who has died. It's the fear of the unknown future when you experience job loss. It's the vulnerability of physical illness. It's the helplessness of a child's life-threatening disease. It is the disappointment when your life doesn't turn out the way you thought it would. It is loneliness that every person feels at some time in their life. It's the betrayal you feel when you discover that your spouse has been lying to you. These are the experiences of a life lived. Of course, we don't all experience all of these, but we can face many of them, in our lifetime. Life throws some curveballs at us. We have to face a lot of pain, grief, heartache, sickness, and suffering. It's just a part of being human on this planet. When tough times come, we're going to feel some less than desirable feelings. And it is a part of life. And, And it's not much fun. When you found out about your husband's pornography use, it hurt. And you felt a great deal of clean pain. When quote unquote bad things happen, we're going to feel all sorts of emotions. We're supposed to. Do you know anyone that would be joyful to find out that their spouse had been unfaithful? If they're indifferent, they don't care what their spouse does. That is a problematic relationship, obviously. So you hurt because you care, and that's a good thing. Allowing clean pain is important to your healthy human experience, to your healing. Resisting it causes much more pain in your life. Allowing, feeling, clean pain is cleansing. As you allow the feeling to wash over you 
and keep it with you for as long as you need it. You will find peace along with the pain. In the last week's episode, I taught you how to allow and process emotion. Go back and take a listen if you missed it or if you just want a review. As you let clean pain exist within your body, allow it to be there for as long as it needs to be there, you will experience a release that can be palpable. Clean pain is appropriate pain. It makes you a caring human being and not a robot. Clean pain becomes indulgent or dirty pain when you hold on to it longer than you need to. Don't get me wrong. Don't think I'm telling you that you should just get over it. I am in no way telling you this. You need to allow for the pain. Then, when you're ready, process the pain. And that takes time. And, unlike you may have been told, time does not heal all pain. Time and work heals pain. Dirty pain is created by our mind, by unnecessary sentences that we play on repeat. What sentences do you have playing on repeat? These sentences do not help. Dirty pain keeps you stuck. It prevents your mind from finding solutions. It keeps you in evidence-gathering mode. Evidence that something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with someone else. Something's wrong with your life or something's wrong with the world. I feel the heaviness just saying these sentences. Do you? That something is wrong? It's so easy for us to get stuck in dirty pain. After discovering a spouse's betrayal, it's so easy for us to stay in victim. For years, I had eliminated the word victim from my vocabulary. I refused to allow myself to define myself as a victim. And yet, my brain kind of tricked me. Deep down, I was playing the victim. It was not a good place for forward growth. It kept me powerless. I don't know about you, but that's not a place that I want to be. A coaching colleague of mine has a client that refers to her dirty pain as her precious. Can you just picture Gollum in The Lord of the Rings? My precious. Are you holding on to your pain? Is it your precious? It's okay if you are. We have to learn to do differently. But how is that working for you? Is it moving you forward? Are you making progress toward your healing? Or do you feel stuck? If you're holding on to your precious, you are not progressing. And again, that's okay. This is a learning journey we're on. 
We all feel dirty pain. We aren't going to avoid it. Our human brains want to hold on to pain, even when it hurts us more than is necessary. And we can learn to recognize this and minimize the amount of dirty pain we hold on to. We learn to recognize it when we become aware of our thoughts. Aware of the thoughts that are creating the dirty pain. Notice how you hold on to those thoughts. How you believe that they are true. Even when they are not. We all believe our thoughts to be true. Question your thoughts. Are they really true? Is that thought always true? Or maybe just sometimes? Or not at all? It's so much easier to see someone else's dirty pain, their thoughts that are creating it. I have a great ability to believe that my dirty pain is clean pain. I, like all humans, tend to believe the sentences in my head. I believe them until I get curious about them and question them. That's why I do self-coaching. That's why I have a coach. She sees my blind spots. She can point out what I don't see. I can do this for you. I can help you differentiate between clean pain and dirty pain and help you process the dirty stuff and let it go. So what are indulgent feelings? Confusion, doubt, worry, overwhelm, victimization, discouragement. All of these are indulgent feelings. They all feel very important, justified, productive even. Have you ever felt worried? Of course you have. Our brain tells us that worry is very important. Our brain tells us that worry will protect us from a bad situation. Our brain tells us that we need to worry about a potential problem. This is indulgent. Our brain is creating a problem that doesn't even exist. Remember, our jobs, our brain's job is to keep us safe. So it's always looking for danger. Danger that isn't even there. Your brain will tell you that since your husband has betrayed you before, he may do it again. So you need to feel worried to protect yourself. Tell me. How does worry protect you? Your brain thinks it does. It does not. It keeps you stuck and miserable. So how do you answer your brain? In episode two, I told you how I talk to myself more than I listen to myself. The fact is, I don't know what my husband is going to do in the future. I don't even know what I'm going to do in the future. So when my brain offers me a sentence that brings worry about something that is out of my control, I answer it with, maybe. He may lie to me again. And maybe not. I am my safe place. 
if my husband chooses to betray my trust again, then I will decide what to do. He knows that I expect him to be honest with me. He knows that there will be consequences for choosing otherwise. I refuse to live in fear that he may choose to to betray me again. As my brain offers up thoughts that he may be lying to me, I manage those thoughts most of the time. I admit that I do indulge occasionally. Remember, I'm human. I don't allow it for long. I recognize the damage it does to my spirit. It robs me of my peace and joy. So I check myself and pull myself out of the rut. Indulging in these feelings sometimes feels good. We feel justified in it because our husbands or others people's choices, actions, or words. We love to throw a pity party for ourselves, or I do. We love to blame other people for our pain. And while other people's choices, actions, or words can hurt us, it's not useful to wallow in the misery of it all. So what's the problem in indulging these emotions? The problem is that they keep you stuck. You'll not heal from the pain. You'll most likely show up as the person you do not want to be. What does that look like? I'm not telling you to push the pain down. Pushing it down will certainly make it worse. Remember last week's episode. I offer you the option of feeling the feelings. Allow it to be there. Pay attention to it. Process it. And then the feeling will dissipate. You stay in dirty pain or indulgent pain when your brain gives you a thought, thought after thought, or the same thought to loop over and over again. These thoughts will keep you stuck in misery. Clean pain can be activating, urging you toward progress or change if needed. Again, dirty pain will keep you paralyzed in inaction. So, here's my real-life experience for this week. I have had the opportunity to face dirty pain this week. As long as I have a human brain, I will get to work through this stuff. So, I have had a negative core belief that my husband does not want to be with me. Fun, right? My brain has offered me this thought for many, many years, from even before we were married. And when I hold on to this thought, I can find lots of evidence to support it. I also know that this thought is not true. And I can find a lot of evidence to support that it isn't true. So this week, my brain offered me this thought several times. It went like this. Um, Every week night this week, he came up with things to do that involved others. 
me too. But my mind minimizes the detail that he's involving me. It focuses on he's involving other people to be with us. So, my husband loves projects. One of our daughters and her husband bought a house that has a lot of projects. They live several hours away. And we have spent many weekends helping them. My husband and son-in-law do home improvement projects. And I spend time with the grandkids, which is awesome. We were there last weekend, and we're going up again this weekend. So, again, every night this week, he throws out an idea. First, it was taking one of our daughters and her husband to pick out a Christmas tree. Yes, it's December as I record this, and this episode will probably drop in February-ish. I'm still working on a few things before I actually launch this podcast. So, Christmas tree shopping with one daughter on Tuesday. We go to our like ARP 12-step meetings, support meetings on Wednesday nights. Thursday, we went to see The Chosen at the theater. And my husband suggested we invite another daughter whose husband is out of town. Today, we're heading up. Uh, to help with the home improvement projects and taking a third daughter with us because her husband's traveling as well. Don't get me wrong. I love to spend time with my daughters and with my family. And my mind still offers me the thought that my husband is avoiding spending time alone with me. Is it true? Maybe. Maybe not. I get to decide what I want to believe. I can focus on that thought that he doesn't want to be with me and feel a ton of dirty pain. Guess how I show up when that thought is swirling around in my head. I become self-absorbed and withdrawn. I'm not present because I'm looping this idea in my head and finding more and more evidence to prove it true. My other option is to decide to question that thought. Is it true? Maybe. Maybe not. I... Do I, do I really think that it's true? No, I don't. And even if it is true, that doesn't mean that I'm not lovable. I choose to hold on to that belief. I enjoy my time with whoever I'm with. I choose to stay present. It's so empowering. FYI, I really don't like the word empowering. I rarely use it. I don't know why. Sometimes I just don't have another better word to use. But I get to choose. And I choose to manage my thoughts, 
to enjoy my life, to stay present with who I am with, and to show up how I want to show up. See, I get plenty of practice to manage my mind and stay out of dirty pain. It is a skill that I will need for the rest of my human existence. And it is so awesome. Allow for clean pain. It's part of our human existence. Beware of dirty pain. Choose to manage your mind so that you can experience growth and healing and to have a life that is better than before betrayal. See you next time. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you are ready for one-on-one coaching to help you take responsibility for your own happiness, to find growth and healing from what you have experienced, please go to betterthanbeforebetrayal.com and schedule a free session to find out how I can help you on your journey. I'd love to talk to you. See you soon.